This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. This is one of our uh, semi-regular catch-ups with Melissa Hoyer, the editor-at-large with news.com.au. Welcome back to Media Week, Melissa. Lovely to be here. It Thanks, It seems James. like it's been a little while, but because um, you've been pretty busy. We're all busy, I guess. Yeah. We it, haven't caught up this year as much as we should have. No, but um, it is nice to be doing it. Yeah, it's been one of those oh – I mean, every year is, is, mm. is madness. And I think, too as we do talk about, you know, so often all of us, you know, the whole social media world is um, is such a time-consuming thing. You sort of uh, – and, and the media cycle is so time-consuming. You're just sort of on, on, on 24-7. So you, you, you have to sort of – Stop, but it's sort of hard to stop. So things happen, and I know I go, once I you make that and, once and you make that commitment to some platforms, you've sort of uh, you, 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 got you to ha- keep it going. Exactly, like, yeah, and, and that's what I've, I've sort of. But look, done. We'll, we'll, I want to talk to you. We'll get to that probably yeah. a little bit later in the podcast, and I think it's really interesting. So I see you as a bit of a social media pioneer for sure, and you know you've inspired me to do stuff, and I'm sure lots of people Thank too. You. So we'll get to that. But first of all, just just hear a little bit about your year. Mm. Now you're sort of much sought after influencer is the new <laughs> word, isn't it? But yes. you're, you're certainly one of those because yes. um, people identify with you. You can, um, you know, for a good story, you can put it on so many platforms, starting with, I guess, Australia's biggest uh, sort of news website, news.com.au. Exactly. And I think that's what, what you know, good you know, people who do pitch stories or um, pitch, even if it's, a, if it's a travel story or an interview or whatever, they do see that now. You know, the clever publicists are seeing that, that it's not just about being on one platform. You know, you it, you actually, on if the story goes on news.com.au, I'll then put it on to my, my Twitter following. My I'll Instagram it in a, in a certain way with the link. I'll put it on to my, fa- my public Facebook page. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's time-consuming doing that, and I think... You know, often you can spend like an hour making sure – because I like to natively post. I don't like just to press the one button and the one po- one post goes out to all of my um, platforms. Sure. So – but it, it's it's worth it in the long run, to be honest. Okay. Well, tell us about some of the highlights this year. One of the things that interests me was you, you made a trip to Rio. Yeah. I think it was at the start of the game. That games. was at the start of the game. It's interesting. I was invited by um, – by um, was it Oakley? Oh, Oakley, isn't it yeah. funny? It's not funny. You do so many trips, and you suddenly go back. Yeah, so Oakley. So they so were promoting about this. Now, so, sunglasses. Yeah, so they do. They, they do a whole range. Oakley of Oakley do a lot they? of sunglasses for sort of um, um, beach volleyballers. Um, so sports, so all sports, sports, glass, yep. sports action, what action they call glasses. It. Yep. So while then they weren't an actual official sponsor of the Olympics, because you know what the the IOC gets like with sponsorship, yep. they have you know they have to play things very you know transparently. So they kindly invited me over, and I was with um, the Honey Badger, um, oh, yes. Nick Cummins, yep. so the, and, and and also a guy from Pedestrian TV. So it's a real eclectic mix of very people. eclectic mix, and and also a few um, international media. So we went for the beginnings of the games. So I was there for the opening ceremony, the beach volleyball, and then we they then Oakley hosted their own what they called their safe house, okay. which basically a lot of brands did in Rio. They'd have an area that you could go to as a guest and there'd be you know there'd be drinks and they'd be showing off their their branding and their merchandise and having sports people who are ambassadors for their brand there so you could talk to them so it was a very clever way to do it you know I was only there literally for like four days but it was it was enough to be honest I mean 
My time in Rio, I enjoyed it, but it certainly wasn't when I compared it to something like London, and I was fortunate I was, I was in London um, and I was there for two weeks of the games. That's, that was when Foxtel was covering yep. and Channel 9 was covering. Just two games in a row. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. You were already negotiating about, is it Tokyo? Or well, somewhere <laughs> in Japan, is it Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo is next. Yep. Um, you know, so I guess, you know, I was comparing, I think we all compare it to Sydney and also I could quite legitimately compare it to, to London. You know, there was a bit of a... A fear factor, and I think you know people um, who are going, "Oh, what are you all going on about?" But you know, we had security with us all of the time because you you, there's, you wouldn't walk out of your hotel and just wander down to Copacabana Beach on your own, <coughs> you know. Which it's, and I'm a pretty fearless, you know, person. Nothing worries me. But they said, "No, you, if you do choose to do that, we are sending someone with you." Yeah. Um, which you know, good on you know, good on them for doing it. And then, of course, the first you know, day I get there, the first one of the first stories I read is one of our photographers had all of his gear yeah. stolen. So you know, you were just always, just always careful. You know, just looking around, just making sure that you weren't in a position where you could potentially sure. be just on your own. But you know, Rio was it was interesting. It was it was like they'd sort of just given it a big coat of paint. It was still not a city that I I felt in love with and I think a lot of the, even the journos that I spoke to who'd spent a lot of time there and had, and had to spend a couple of weeks before as well as the three weeks of the games and then, then some had to then were staying on for the, the Paralympics um, you know they were happy to be home it, it was a, it was a, a bit of a, a slog of a city to even get around sure did you do any work for Seven when you were there? Did you do any no, process no, for Seven? No or you just seven. In and yeah, out it was funny because they were doing, well, Sunrise were doing it at their week. Because they were there before the games the and they were all before. gone, weren't this they? Is, they were all gone. So I got yeah. there and they had gone. And then, you know, with when you've got an Olympics, um, you know, situation like that, you've got you've got it all so sorted. You've got your sports reporters. And again, it was unlike London. I did quite a lot for, um, for Seven for them as well as news.com. But because you could go out on the streets and, you know, we, we did like. Like a, what what people would do, what parties people were going to, but you wouldn't sort of t- take a camera crew and do that probably for for a story for sunrise. You know, it just wasn't you know from a safety point of view for me uh, because I wasn't sort of there as an accredited media person, but as a guest mm. of Oakley, yeah. um, it was a bit different. But you know, it was a good look. Any any of those things, honestly, James, they're great experiences. So that was you know that was only now only a couple of months ago. So that was a, that was that was a good, it was a, a good trip. Just quickly on that, I mean, I, I do a few trips. We don't get a lot here because MediaWorks pretty niche audience, and you know, and but there's a few things. But it makes sense for us to to go yeah. away, you know, get some subsidised travel where we can. But one, I knocked back a gig recently because somebody put a condition on the trip. And they said you can't write about certain things if you're there, which had never happened to me before. Does that come up much with you? And I actually refused this one because I thought just made me feel a little bit uneasy. Yeah, I, I have, I've not I've not had you can't write about that that. But what I do look at now with every trip that I am you know, kind of invited to is a media for mill, um, is I really look at the time that I'm potentially going to be putting into this and, and the time out of then work and Sydney and home and sure. my working hours is being in some foreign land for four or five days really going to be worthwhile um even for you know unless i get a couple of stories out of it you know and i think 
you know, I know with my, my social media feeds, when I put shots up of if I'm here, there or everywhere, people go, oh, you're on one big holiday. And, you know, it does maybe look like that. But all of those trips that are work trips, and I'm always very transparent that I'm a guest of whoever because, you know, that's that's the reality of it. I don't, think, I don't You can't sort of just, you know, wander around the world and pretend you're just doing it on the largesse of yourself because you're not. You are there as a media person if there is a story out of it. Um, you know, you, you know, you can do it, but you know. So I think there is, there was a recent um, trip that I went on, and you know, I just couldn't get a story out of it. That you know, and I've, I and I have an editor to to you know talk to, and if he doesn't think the story is strong enough. You know, we won't run it. You know, nothing just goes on to news.com.au because we just happen so to So your byline's not enough in itself no, to make them whack no, it all no, straight no, on. They one. really, you know, you know I, have to, I sit down, I'll say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, this trip I've been invited to, the story I think will be really good is this, this or this. But if I just said, oh, I'm going to go away for three weeks to, you know, a, a, a desert, well, a, an island, and then I'll, I'll and, and, it's, and someone's paying for it and it's, and it's on my work time, it ain't going to cut it, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is good because otherwise, you know, you, you could be when I think I, I, I often feel I've, I've discussed this a lot with travel editors and travel travel writers, particularly with, you know, the likes of Susan Kiyosawa, who I admire so much. And, um, you know, there's this assumption that... I think that, travel editor at The Australian. At, at The Australian, yeah. You know, she just... Um, and we, we laugh about it because, you know, she said, oh, I'm just, you know, I constantly get that sort of, there's that assumption that I'm on holiday all the time. But the, the back end has to be done. You know, the, the story then has to be written, subbed, um, in my case, in the digital space, built, you know, um, SEO'd, you know, sold, as in put a you know, great sell on it. It's not just a matter of going away somewhere and you've had a holiday and you, get, and you come back. You put up a couple of Insta snaps and away you go. But then on the other hand, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of um, trips now are just about using your social media platforms. You know, there was one particular recent trip where it was, oh no, we don't really want a story. We're just really quite happy if you if, if you if you feel it is appropriate for you to put up a couple of Instagram posts. Um, so so there was no weird, we we are ex- expectation. There have been some people who expect much too much, and I just like you. Mm. I just say no. I'm sorry, just no. I can't do it, and I and I, and I never ever ever can promise anything to anyone. Um, no, no matter how nicely they've flown me somewhere, or no matter how lovely the the digs are you're staying in, or the the, the, the show is you've gone to see, or the person is you've gone to interview. So it's a, you know, and I think that the the good publicists and PR companies understand that. Sure. And, they, they, and they ask you anyway because they, they know that, you, that you, you, you know, you're pretty good at what you do and you probably will get something out of it. Yeah, I mean, I, and a lot of journalists and uh, producers and stuff like that, a, a good a good trip, you end up spending most of the time in the hotel room anyway, don't <laughs> you do them? But it's nice though, of course, being somewhere different. Exactly. Just being out of the office, but yeah, you know, you do and I don't expect timing. anybody to believe this, but but, yeah, no, but you no, do. No, you spend. I've been in lots of cities, and I've just spent nearly all the bloody time in the in, and, in and, the hotel. And you run out for an hour at night to get and, something to eat or something, and, and then it's back because of the time differences. The time yeah, is a nightmare. It really is a nightmare. For yeah, yeah, you're either asleep or working in the bloody it. hotel yeah, even room. My last, this I was in LA um, just last, uh, just recently, 
and I actually nearly didn't get into LA time because the events I had to go to were all during the evening, which was really my morning. So I sort of, during the day, I actually slept quite a bit early in the morning and then would get up and do stuff in the afternoon because I just, I'd, I'd stay up till three or four, mm. you know, just riding Star Force, going through our new, because that was our, you know, it, it's just weird. It's, um, you, you can't, to get, to jump into a new town or a new city and just jump into their time zone while you're still thinking in Australian time zone, it's, it's really oh, just Just as an aside, I was watching the project last night and they had an entertainment correspondent in LA and he was literally on for two short questions, but it was like 1am. <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy's had to drive all the way to the bloody studio. I hope that was okay. 1am and he's been, and they cut back and he must have been thinking, oh, God, well, <laughs> <laughs> you're in the middle of the night. You yeah, know, yeah. But, but, but that works quite well, though, when, you, when you're doing – if I'm doing crosses to morning television or morning radio and I'm in Los Angeles, it's great. It's not bad. It's mid-afternoon. It's, like, it's mid-afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, so that's – that's, that's quite that's quite a good thing. Okay, what, let's go th- across the uh, on your little atlas. So where else you've been this oh, year? Tick off some. So a couple of trips to LA. Yeah, a couple of trips. Well, so early in the year, of course, we always do the, the, the G'day LA thing. Yes, and the the actor awards. Um, well, that was interesting. This because this year, boy, isn't that funny? This year is just flowing. So in, in earlier this year, the international actor awards, which are, are happening again. Um, they always have different setups, don't yeah. they? Because one year Foxtel did their own special That's little... right. And, then, and Mike Hammond and I actually sort of co-hosted that as a one-hour special right. that went on to was Foxtel. Was that the one this January or no, was that, that the was, year that before, was, wasn't was, it? Uh, that was the year before. Yeah. So the one this January, um, Foxtel did and they did it at um, um, just in a, in a, like a, a, in a space... And it was they they cut it into an hour special, but that was on the night after the G'day LA Big Qantas Gala. Yep. So it actually, the timing was quite good because you, it was like the two events sort of were, were sort of together. But this year, my understanding is the Actor Awards are early, like early second week of January in LA. And then the Get ALA thing is until late Separate. January. Okay. So that'll be two totally different trips if, of course, I'm invited yep. to either of them. Yes, okay. Yep. Uh, did you go to Japan? I'm trying to think. Yes, there yeah, was, I went to Japan. Was that last um, year, maybe? No, but you, um, I went to Japan last year. Uh, yeah, so that was, and that was um, for a fashion interview for uh, with, a, with a model. And that was just, like, literally a two day. I was in, I was out. Um, and I did another trip to Japan, a, a, a travel trip, which was literally. It was a day and a half, but I, my story was twenty-four hours in Tokyo. Oh. What to do? And, and that, that was a great, it was a great story because when you know it was offered to me, I went, "Oh God, I'm only there for two days." But the, but I wrote it in such a way that I actually did encapsulate into twenty-four hours what you can do within that amount of time. So you know, and so that that made a great story, and you know, it got you know. Great clicks because it was made. You know, it had that just little nice little point of difference, which we like to do with our travel stuff. Sure. The news. Have you been in Europe this year, to London or anywhere um, else? London, on the I continent? was earlier this year. Um, that's right. Oh, I was <laughs> London earlier this year because I was invited by um, Fox um, Movies who were promoting um, Spectre, which was coming out on Blu-ray. So they had this amazing opportunity where I could go and drive the James Bond Aston Martin cars around the circuit that they actually they do a lot of testing wow. of 
extraordinary car. So when that came to me, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> this, and, and, and it was so exquisitely organised. You got there and they had GoPro. There were, it was an international um, trip, so there were journalists from everywhere. They had GoPros in each of the cars. You could actually talk to the stunt drivers who actually did um, do all of uh, Daniel Craig's work. Um, and so, so they delivered to you, as soon as you got out of the car, after you'd done your test drive, they delivered to you the, the, the disc. You know, I got it back to the office when I came back. You know, the, our great uh, video people cut it up and it made a really good story because it was like what it's like to drive James Bond's car. You know, so there was an interesting story to it um you know and i got to, got to spoke to um um the co-star um the female whose name now i can't remember yeah sure <laughs> but anyway but it, was, but it was you know it was a worthwhile trip so that was that was good fun so I, that was just a, a really quick trip just to london and i just spent a couple of days there to see some friends and then came straight home no, I woke you up in Paris once, but I, I um, quickly oh, add that it was on James, the, by, is that you? <laughs> by ringing you in the middle of the night where I didn't realise where you were and you still had your phone on. <laughs> the, um, you have you been back to Paris lately? No, no, no I so haven't. You've been no, missing no, that. It's been, liked, it's been quite... Um, so it was on your a, beat a, a, for quite a while, yeah, wasn't it, during well, your days at during the, the days tally like, for doing fashion? That's right. I'd, I'd, always, I'd go and cover the fashion shows in Paris and Milan, which were, was fantastic. But, you know, it's an interesting time now, I guess, with, you know, you, most of those shows now are streamed. I, you know, you can now look at, I look at like you know, Vogue streaming it or, you know, one of the, there's one of many online sites that are either putting, the, the shots are going up straight away. I would love, I was, no, I was in Europe on a holiday a couple of years ago um, and then did take a week and I did go to a couple of the Paris shows and covered them for news.com.au and it was, um, and it was actually nice to be back but... It's again. It's just changed because it's just it's the pace. You have to just get it up straight away, which I do here in my normal world. But I thought I, I, if you were doing that London, Milan, Paris, New York fashion circuit, which is what it is twice a year, boy oh boy, it would be you know it, it's and, and if you're trying to do it for the Australian audience, that time zone thing because you, if you're putting stuff up in the middle of the night, no one's looking at it. Mm. You know, so you really have to sort of work out even when when you when you when you're working out. Because if you do that, it gets lost in the stream. This is right. It, so you have to then then, yeah. then make sure it's up then when people are actually looking at your your stream and reading your your the, re, reading the website. Let's talk a little bit about influencers mm. um, because look. It's nearly a full-time gig if you're an influencer, aren't yeah. really, and you you know you, you want to take it seriously because for some reason I got on I got on a list once I think it was Audi mm. and they kept offering me this stuff. Yeah, I thought well, gee, I can't I haven't got the time to do it. But if you know for people because it was like two or three days, you'd go away, you'd drive this car, there'd be some events, maybe a bit of training, you know, yes. and all that sort of stuff. Then they bring you back. Now, the people who do that, I mean, it sounds glamorous, and I know it is, yeah. but it, it takes up a lot of time, doesn't it, it if take, you want to do all that it stuff? It takes up a lot of time, and I think and this, is this, you know, this, this word influencer is, is really interesting. You have influencers who have obviously huge numbers when they, it comes to their social media, and, you know, and that's great, and they, a handful of them do very good um, collaborations with existing brands, whether it's a fashion brand, a car brand and all that. But, you know, it's not paying your – I mean, getting a, a two-day trip to blah, blah to drive a car, while it might be a great story, it's not buying your supermarket. Yeah, well, I soon got off the list when I oh, just said yeah. no because I, 
I've got to do my gig. You yeah, know? yeah. Can't well, be this is right. So I have time. to do my 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 gig, my paying work mm. work gig. So when I do get offered to do, you know, offered to maybe go on and test out a car, if there's a story in it, fantastic. But for me, just to suddenly go and do it for no reason, you know, so you really have to weigh up. What you can get out of it, not from a fiscal point of view, but from a, a story point of view, and you know, it, it, does it align to your brand? I mean, my brand, I guess, is very. Um, um, it's quite. It, it's that whole. It's very quite diverse. I mean, it's very pop culture driven. So it's a, which is sort of I, that's why I love it. It's uh, yeah. you know, I'm able to do a travel story, a fashion story, a, a you know, a comment or an opinion piece about entertainment. You know, it can be TV, it can be theatre, it can be you know, it can be luxury cars. You know, it can be all of that. So it's that's what I do love about my sort of remit as as sort of an editor at large. Yeah, but role. I mean, with all due respect, you're sort of old school, aren't yeah. you? You've paid your dues. That's why you're on these lists. But there's a new wave of influencers. This is it. And they don't have – they're their own editors almost, aren't they? They're, they yeah. they have their blog or, or however they distribute their content, yep. and that is their full-time gig. That is, They'll go away and spend those three days with Audi or something or some fashion brand off to New York or whatever – Exactly and they'll right. Post that up, and I guess they'll be paid a fee for that. Is well, that how that works? Them, or some of them they get take pa- advertising on their blogs. What some of them get paid. A lot of them all get paid a fee, but you know, a lot of a lot of numbers that have been thrown around where you know people charging allegedly you know ten grand to put up an Instagram post because they happen to have half a million Instagram followers. A lot of that is just crap. It really is. I mean, you know, there are certain fees that people do charge if you are blatantly putting up a sponsored post. And I think this is where, um, you know, the US have done it, you know, well, they've attempted to do it. And, and a lot of people are saying SP, that this is a sponsored post, or it's, you know, it's advertised content. So is that the shorthand? Is it SP on Oh, uh, yeah. So if there's a hashtag SP, sponsored post, or, you know, it could just be a hashtag ad, but you very rarely see that on the Australian lot of influencers that are out there. It's pretty obvious when you when you see someone holding, you know, a can of particular mm. drink or using a particular Do you think lipstick. that devalues that post? I think it de- uh, put No, I, I, I don't think or... it devalues it. I think it's being just transparent. Mm. And I think in, you, in the media, whether you are in – whether you are a, a journalist or whether you are a blogger or whether you are an influencer, you have to be transparent. You know, if someone has sent you a beautiful something, you know, a perfume with a press release and you, you, you post it, it's obvious because you, maybe you are, maybe if you're a beauty blogger, of course you're going to be sent stuff. Mm. So I think it just comes with the turf that people know that, yes, you are getting sent stuff. But I think it's when these sort of... Deals are done where maybe people are getting paid and they're not they're not they're not saying that they are being they're not, just, they're right. not being transparent. Not transparent. Yeah. And I think that's the one word that I th- I think about now all the time because I remember years and years and years ago, Media Watch caught me out and I'm you know it's it's um because I went on a trip for someone and at the end of the the story and I and I still have the email because I'd sent the, the 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 story through but it was and it was just in print days it wasn't put at the end of the story I was a guest of blah 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 mm-hmm. and it was it was was subbed out and I'm not blaming the subs but I'm blaming the subs <laughs> back then no because I, I know because I was always so aware of that but it was not put on the story and they they called me out and, and said oh you know Melissa Melissa's you know writing on the purse of blah 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 and and she didn't 
you know, say she was there as the guest of. So I'm so conscious of that in, in every aspect. And I think, and I think people appreciate that. You know, I, if I do a travel story, I was a guest of blah, blah. I think you, you have to do it. Yeah. And then and with, you know, influencers, yeah, you know, I may not have, you know, a million followers, but it's all about, um, it's, it's about, um, interaction and it's not just about people 10 million people liking your picture you want people following you who actually will potentially maybe go and buy or go on that holiday that i've put a a shot up of because i've done a story on it you know it's it's really um you know i think publicists and and you know influencer agencies are dealing you know they have to make sure that the, the the people that they employ or have on their influencer books are really legitimate because so many people are pumping up and ballooning their their figures and you know saying they've got half a million yeah. they've only really got 20,000. It was interesting the other day I think the New York Times called out to had a bit of a whinge about some of the um, bloggers was it, I think it was at Milan um Milan Fashion Week last oh, yes, week yes, or yes, something week recently, yeah, and they week. were saying, "Oh, yep. look, they're they're very demanding and all this sort of stuff." And and the bloggers sort of fought back quite, you know, and said, "Look, you know, you, you're just the old guard, you know. Yes. Get with it. Times have I read changed." That story you know? was in the New York Times. So it was, like, yeah. it was it was a bit of. Um, I think both sides had a bit of a. Well, there was still a bit of you know blogger v, and I'll say old school media, yep. which I hate saying that. I'll say traditional, yep. yeah, because there, there, because unfortunately there have been some bloggers who have suddenly sort of garnered this huge following and there's been this sort of sense of entitlement. Mm. And I remember one year at Australian Fashion Week, and that would be about four or five years ago, suddenly the entire front row were bloggers that and bloggers that hadn't even sort of paid their dues. They had they had no they had no no history of the industry. And there were magazine editors who are, who have influence. They really do. Who were who were like in second and third row. And that was and that was and that never happened again because I think I think at that stage that was when suddenly boy oh my gosh we've got all these bloggers they have to be in the front row because they're so important and I I don't begrudge them at all because there were some incredibly successful ones who are doing a great job of 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 managing their their platforms and doing it and working with brands very successfully and that's what it's about they then work with fashion brands or food brands or lifestyle brands and they you know coordinate you know they style pictures that will then will be um appreciated and liked and and actually will work for the blogger and the brand so there are people doing it well but there's a lot of frauds out there as well Well, that's it i think people are embraced into any industry if they're if they prove that they're really in it for genuine reasons. That's you know, right. Some people, I think, just want maybe a bit of the glory, whatever glory there is, but, <laughs> you know, to see their name in print, to be hanging out in, you know, supposedly cool places with cool people. Yeah. You know, and, and they just... You just get a feeling they're not really authentic. Yeah, and, and I think you you have to, you have to re- remain authentic and you have to sort of... Um, do your dues. I mean, I think, you know, we're, I've, been, I've, I've been doing what I've been doing for a long time and, and I've... Paid my dues, and I, and, I, and that's not you know being sort of indulgent. That's just being realistic. You know, you you, you stick with what you do. You, you do the best you can, and then if a lovely opportunity comes your way, and, and you can do it, and you can get a story out of it, and they, it, it, it's appreciated by all, and all happens, and it's all good for everyone. Great, but you know, you just. But also, I think 
I've learned, and I've learned this from um, a colleague of mine who you know very well, Sharon Witten. I had to learn. I've had to learn to say no. You know, I, you know. So often I was out every night of the week, and it was yes, I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. But you just can't be everywhere. And really, I have to look at things and go, what is in this for me? And I don't mean that from a, a when am I getting out of it? But is it worth me going to some dinner that's going to get me home at eleven o'clock at night? What is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? A, is there a nice story out of it? Is there something? So, yeah, well, I think you used to feel to a no. sense of duty that you should be going supporting these people because you know what it's like if someone holds an event and no one shows up. That's you right. feel sorry for them, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. And, and you get them over all the years, like hmm. you, we've gotten to know so many of these people and you sort of, you like them and you think, oh, no, I will support them. But sometimes you think, well, hang on. I know, you can't yeah, do it all. you just can't can do it all. Cannot and uh, be the everywhere. one thing I've enjoyed the last few years, a, a byproduct of the, oh, I guess, of the GST has been a lot less events. Yes. I mean... Oh. You know, which is sort of nice because there's some weeks you go, well, I've got a relatively free. Yeah, and then you know, and then sometimes there's like, which has been, there's four or five events on one night, and I think, oh well, that's, I'll just go to one, mm. you know, and then and that's it, you know. So instead of then putting one on every night of the week, and, and I guess too, it's different. When I was doing sort of the social pages in the in newspaper land, there was this sort of. Um, expectation and when those pages they were you know the be all and end all on a sunday everyone would open them up but it's what's all the, of these events now are being looked at straight away that night what's the most you reckon you ever squeezed in one night you would probably do you ever do half a dozen on one night um probably no, no, to be honest, I, reckon, the, I reckon probably about four, four. Okay. i think and that would have been they would have been all sort of, like out, city based. of snaps. yeah they would have been yeah, a couple of yeah, a couple of snaps and then a couple of know. quick facts a couple that, of names that's on right, to the next yeah. one yeah Probably a couple of glasses of champagne at each, so <laughs> wouldn't have felt too good the next morning. But no, I think four, I think James was probably the max yes. ba- back in back in the heyday. Okay. Let's just talk before we wind this up today, just talk a little bit about your social media. Now, mm. just go through the platforms you're on. Have you dropped any? Have you added any? Where are you yeah. at with that? Okay. Now, Twitter, I still – it's interesting. I, I've noticed over the last few months – my Twitter numbers have really gone up. I, I, I don't know. It's like a cu- cumulative effect. For some reason, it just... Now, do you judge that on your followers or do you look at your engagement? I look at your... engagement. I look at... Uh, and and fo- followers... And so followers and, still is important because that's the top line everyone sees. Right. But what people can't see is your engagement. Engagement. No, the engagement is So it's is nice, but it's... Yeah. So I've, I've noticed that's really sort of gone incredibly well yeah. this year for some reason. It's sort of really... Quite snowballed, and I and I, I and, and there's a, a bit of a I think that one of the reasons a few of the stories, whether I've done them or I've been evol- involved with or I've posted, they've been retweeted by people with ridiculous followings, ridiculously. Mm, so good. then suddenly you go, oh wow, um, I think it was someone like. Um, David Williams or there have been a couple of like I've got I've woken up the next morning and you know you go and you have a look at your social media and something was retweeted by I think it was by him and there was someone else by there was there's just some big names and I've gone oh and it's telling followers 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 and they've mm. all stuck hang, hung in there like they haven't sort of just all in well that's good because you put a lot of time into your posts we yeah. do too not as much as we should but yeah Will Anderson's always been good to us yeah we get a retweet from Will. <laughs> 
the yeah, numbers go off. Yeah. We were lucky to get Ricky Gervais once, I think, oh, and that fantastic, was fantastic. Yeah. But um, would, are you frustrated like I am sometimes, Vivian? You try and engage with other people who are on the platform, but they don't return the yeah, love. Yeah, And you I, think, oh, look, come on. I'm, it's yes. almost like tapping someone on the shoulder I going, know, hey, and, and, and they just bit, won't. You nearly feel a bit embarrassed. It's like all you're – I hate it when – and, and we're, we've probably seen this over the years since we've all been sort of active on Twitter where a couple of us might be in a conversation and then the fifth person comes in who's never been in the conversation and they suddenly answer me. I find that it's like you're barging yeah, into but a, I mean, a, a conversation. but on a professional level. But on a professional level, level yeah, if I... Say if we've I, written about a magazine or you have and you engage it, with them on social it, media what, if, expecting a retweet or at least a like. Yeah. And, and they and just that, ignore you. Oh, yeah, that, that's happened a few times. And you wonder why they bothered. I know, you know and I, there's a couple of people who I have always have had a good relationship with, and if I saw them in the street today, today they'd be fine. Yeah. But just of late, of this year, and I don't know, and this might just be me, but I'm wondering if some of some media outlets, and I'm thinking TV or radio, have sort of read the Riot Act to some of their, their on-air people that, no... You, you you only retweet or tweet stuff from our publications or shows or radio shows or you know because it's it's I've just noticed that the people mm. who were once doing yeah. it have backed off have backed off all they're not all the same oh, I really love that and they won't even yeah. go gee thanks Melissa and, and it's someone I know but are they also maybe reading that publicity about Twitter that it's that a it's on the down and b I get the feeling sometimes it's just not as many people on the platform Probably. like in the old days. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be. It's like it's very clicky. Yes, there's, there's a lot of media people. It's very media less driven. Outsiders. It's very media a driven. A few loud spoken, sort of almost, I don't know, annoying. Yeah, there's a few characters ones. just trying to throw bombs. Yeah, it, it it doesn't. There isn't that. It started off. Um, I remember when oh, a couple of years ago, um, and Lee Sales. And Annabelle Crabb and Carol, Carolyn Ivington and Mia Friedman and Amanda Mead, um, we all had the, like a, a Twitter afternoon tea <laughs> at Lee Sales' house because she kindly, because we sort of all were sort of meeting each other on Twitter a lot, you know, just either engaging in certain conversations or agreeing or disagreeing. And Lee, to her beautiful credit she said well when she sent an email to a little gang and we all went and had afternoon tea at her place which is lovely but it, it's become much a bit more mechanical now you know i think there was a, it was quite organic when it started now it's a bit more well you put you put your story up you put your clip up of what you've done um so that so that's twitter instagram still is is you know just pu- a, purely a visual medium um I try to, like when I've written a story that is quite a visual story, I'll then include the um, the link to it in the bio because I think if I've written a, a piece, you know... You, you do you want get to, more engagement on Instagram now than Twitter, do you think? Um, yes, yeah, I, I get more engagement on that. My Facebook page, my, my uh, like public page, if I put something up that is... If I just put up a, a story that doesn't really... Um, that hasn't really got a great point. No one really cares. But if it's something that's really absolutely of the moment and is controversial at the time or is, it has absolutely, you know, a black or a white side, bang, you'll get a lot of engagement on that. But, um, yeah, Insta, I think that's a really interesting um, form for engagement because 
you know, going back to sort of influences and numbers, a lot of people will have you know, half a million followers and they might get, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 likes, but not a lot of engagement, you know, mm. so they won't have people going, gee, I must, oh, I love that swimsuit you had on, I'll go and buy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting world. Would you post video? Will I or do yeah, I? Do you? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I've, I've been using quite a lot of late, you know, the new in, or the new Instagram little tiny, you know, mm. fifteen second video. I post a little bit of video on Insta because now, now that they've put that up to a minute, you can actually put something, you know, fairly substantial mm. on that. You know, even if it's a little grab from someone. So yeah, so I've, I've posted, and when I was in Los Angeles recently, you know, I just stuck a little, a little grab from Dave. Um, Dave, um, Dave Stewart. Stewart singing a You With Mix song. Yeah, it was, yes. it was, okay. But, you know, just those things and, 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 and people like that. Um, but video, you know, I was t- talking with Nicole Sheffield actually at the office l- late last night and we were talking about the importance of video and how it is just particularly with um, our, how our whole news DNA um, initiative it is just becoming more and more and more important and the resources in that are just going to get bigger and bigger and better. You know, because people want, apart from reading their, their, their maybe their shorter form stories, they, they want a, a two-minute killer piece of video that will give them their, their info, their news, their whatever. But they, it has to be short, sharp not, not, not sexy in a sexual way, but short, sharp. You want to, you want to watch it. You want to see it. So that's the sort of stuff. Certainly, I know with news.com.au and the whole news DNA thing that I'll be doing more of, which is really exciting. Melissa Hoyer, look, it's always great chatting with you. Let's wind this little um, podcast up. Tell us what what should we look out for? What are you working on now, or what's coming up? Yeah, soon? well, I mean, um, of course, now spring racing carnival. Right, that you... all starts. I mean, that's. Um, I'm actually doing a bit of a kooky thing. I'm going down on a ship to Melbourne um, and um, hosting some stuff on the weekend before Melbourne Cup. So I'll be there for Melbourne Cup. But it's a, it's, it's a boat, the whole P&O line. Okay. They actually have thousands and thousands and thousands of people who go down to Melbourne on a ship purely just to go to the Melbourne Cup. So, and they stay on and the they, ship. And they stay on the ship, port. yeah. Okay. So, anyway, I'm gonna, so I'm going to do that. But then there's, I mean, there's, there's the likes of that. Um, I'm actually going to New York at, in um, end of November, and then I can sort of talk about this now with um, um, Eloise Pratt, who of course is the daughter of Richard Pratt um, of Vizzy of Vizzy fame. Um, she's being um, honoured with a, um, a huge philanthropic award um, and is being presented by Bob Geldof with um, Lady Gaga performing wow. at this event. And so I've been invited over to cover that. So Fantastic. that will be that, – I mean, and that's a really good story because mm. to me – and she's she's one of one of the world's biggest Filipino – Philanthropists, which you know, which is someone from someone that probably most people would know who she is, but she, what she gives to charities around the world is being sort of heralded, you know, at this big New York gala. So that'll be good fun. Fantastic. Okay, so Melbourne Cup, Melbourne Cup, and then New York, New York, New York, New York. I mean, then it sort of starts to sort of, you know, there's. And then, of course, you know, the, the actor awards, you know, the Australian actor sure. awards happen in December. It all becomes a very, um, so that December period becomes very Christmassy and things sort of start to wind up. 
you know. Um, But, yeah, there's the racing thing is big. I mean, that always does big numbers for us. Okay, so we can find you on, what's your Twitter handle? That's Twitter handle, Melissa Hoyer. Instagram, Melissa Hoyer. Um, Facebook, Facebook, Melissa Hoyer. Hoyer. Snapchat, Melissa Hoyer, one. Because someone already got that. So (laughs) let's put a one on that. So, yeah, so on all of those platforms, but um, just find me wherever you like. And uh, news.com.au. Now, you're usually at home on the... Is it lifestyle? Um, um, What's the no, tab? Where well, do we well, go? Well, I, well, no, or is it what you're writing about? Okay. Various travel, but really, and there is a Melissa Hoyer sort of little section, but, oh, okay. but uh, I'm within usually any of the lifestyle, entertainment, travel um, areas on news.com.au. Good stuff. Look, safe travels, and, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you next Absolutely time. Absolutely will do. Thanks, James.